Hi, I'm Jessica Rudnicki with Reynolds & Reynolds. Welcome back to Connected. Today, we're talking to Jared Hoskins, Account Manager at Naked Lime Marketing, about ways dealers can increase profits and service. Let's get connected. Hi, Jared. Happy New Year. It's great to have you on the podcast today. Thanks so much for being here. Happy New Year. No, thank you for having me, Jessica. I'm looking forward to it. Well, I am too, because it's obviously a new year, which means it's a clean, fresh slate. So I want to talk to you today about maximizing profit in one of the departments that dealers really had to focus on in 2020. So let's talk a little bit about fixed ops profitability, but more specifically, how a dealership's marketing can increase profits in their service department. So upsells for vehicle repairs offer some of the highest revenue potential. If you can't get customers back in for this work, you're missing out on a big profit, profit opportunity, right? Yeah, exactly. There's, there's a lot of opportunity in service, Jessica, to be honest with you. I must face it, I mean, over the last 12 months, it's been a whirlwind for everybody, um, especially the service department. I mean, sales is beginning to come back around and surge a little bit, but service is still, still seems to be struggling, uh, even more so now than I think before. Um, so, you know, as we start to get back to reality uh, with sales profits increasing, uh, we need to get service back up as well. If we actually look um, at last year's NADA numbers, um, the average dealership wrote about 19,000 ROs. You know, if we equate that, it's about a little over 1,500 a month. Okay, so if we think about getting a right process in place with the advisors, the techs, and the service drive, doing the walk-arounds, the right cadence, uh, getting in front of the right people with the recommendations, there's a lot of opportunity to get uh, recommendations and profit in the service drive if done correctly. Yes, well, I definitely agree with you, but it's a, it sounds easier said than done. So how can dealers make sure that they're kicking up those sales and service? Yeah, it, it does sound easier said than done. Uh, there's really two trains of thought here. Um, one, you either have to increase the demand of the customers coming into service drive or two, you have to increase the profit for those customers that are coming in, right? And that's one of the biggest things that I've seen. I've been doing this literally just, got, I feel kind of old saying it, almost a decade now, 10 years. Uh, but this is a big area that um, the profit per customer throughput. I have customers, um, dealers of mine that tell me all the time, Jared, I can't handle any more customers coming in. I have a lot of oil changes and tire rotations to do. Um, I can't handle anymore. And I gotta tell them, I'm gonna be frank, like I, I get that, but is it, are you satisfied with taking on all that, that work or do you want to focus more on the, the brake uh, repairs, the tire, the tire replacement entirely, you know, the, the more low hanging fruit that are more expensive, right? Um, but you also have to think from a customer's point of view. From a customer, owning a car is expensive, right, Jessica? I mean, it's expensive in general. You, you have uh, your, your monthly car payment, you have travel costs, gas, I mean, general maintenance, and, it, everyday maintenance in the car. So um, with that being said, um, customers sometimes can't simply afford to do all the work that's recommended the day of. They come in thinking, hey, I'm coming in for a $40, $50 oil change, maybe. Um, and then, hey, all you, before you know it, your brakes are bad and you need new tires. Well, that's five, $600 later. Well, that customer needs to reevaluate. They need to look at their budget. They might need to talk to a spouse or significant other. Um, and then prioritize their spend. So when they do get a recommendation and during that service visit, they might not be able to, to, to do that right then and there. So that's where it relies on the dealership to actually have a good cadence and process moving forward to stay in front of them and top of mind to get them back in the, get them back in the dealership. 
Yeah, absolutely. I know, you know, there have been times when I go and get an oil change and, and you know, they let me know, hey, uh, your your brakes, your rotors, your calipers might need replaced. And it's like, I look at the, the work order and it's $500, $600. And I'm like, well, you know, I really need to go home and kind of rearrange my budget so that I can come back and get this work done. Right. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. Now, if a customer like myself or someone else decides to leave the dealership without getting the, the work done that day, um, how do you know that you'll ever see them again? Will you? <laughs> that's, that's another a big, a big uh, a question and um, area of focus that I've been helping a lot of my partners on is getting them back in. Um, again, a big, big miss that I see in, in uh, dealership advertising is on the service recommended not done is getting them back in the door. Okay, so your advisors, they do a great job of recommending services, doing the walk-arounds, talking to the customer, getting the best experience that customer can have while they're there. But let's face it, they are not the best at getting the customer back in the door. You know, they're just face, they have so much going on, they have to worry about the text, they have to worry about, you know, actually doing the work. Let's, can they actually talk to each customer after they left individually and then call them and email them and make sure they're following back up? I mean, it's highly, highly unlikely. And that's something that I've seen as a big miss, right? So, but the big point here to make is that there is a, if you have a reliable way, you know, a, a cadence, a process in place that every time that customer does leave, that we can touch them via an email or a direct mail. If they don't have an email, they don't check it. Maybe social media, if they're on Instagram or Facebook and they get a, a display ad that says, hey, don't forget, come back to the dealership because you need that new brakes or oil change. Having that cadence in place and being in front of them at, at the right time about the right message about their right vehicle, right, is going to be very important. And it's funny, I always jokingly um, tell, you know, colleagues and also, you know, dealers this, that I kind of call this the, um, uh, the Bed Bath & Beyond theory. Okay, so it's not every day do I need some, something for my home. Not every day I do. But when I do, I know to check my email because I have an email from Bed Bath & Beyond about a 20% off coupon that I can use on whatever I need for the home. And, and that's what you want to get across your customers. If I need an oil change, I need my tires done, I know I can go to this dealership because I'm going to have something from them. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that you mentioned it. I always have coupons from Bed Bath & Beyond in my email. So great point that you made. Right. Right. Um, okay, so you mentioned having this cadence, having this, you know, process or tool in place that would kind of sort of um, automate those those messages going out to customers who leave the service department. So what would a good process for that look like? Yeah, so the best process is the one that should be taught nationwide and something that should be standard across the board. But it's Let's be frank, it probably isn't, or it's been put, you know, aside. It's the the, the multi-point inspection, right? The the tech comes out after every in every service, no matter if it's an oil change or what, does a multi-point inspection, walks around, makes the recommendations, takes the recommendations to the advisor. The advisor takes those recommendations to the customer, and then then that's how they get that conversation going, right? Well, the first step after that, one is to make sure that's happening every time. That that you'll be surprised, and I like I said, I've been doing this for 10 years that that when asked that question to a service department are you guys doing multi-point inspections i would say almost half the time it's not so right away there you do it you're doing better than than most right uh this the second part of actually when you're doing that process and you have it down pat and you're actually doing it foundationally is having clean data you know clean data meaning that you're updating the vehicle information the owner's information because let's face it it is so frustrating from the dealer's perspective and the customer's perspective if you don't have accurate data 
um, real life stories. I keep getting um, direct mail pieces to my house about a car I had five years ago. Okay, I have not had it in five years. I keep getting a mail piece for it. And I don't even drive a Ford anymore, I drive a Chevrolet. So it's frustrating on my behalf that I keep getting it, but it's frustrating on the dealership because they're paying the money to send to me. And then if I reach out to them proactively via an email or something and say, hey, I don't own this anymore, the dealership is gonna be upset that, hey, why are we misspending our money, right? So that's a big miss that a lot of dealerships aren't taking is the cleansing of the data. Once you have clean data, you have a foundation, then you can use that foundation to market your customers uh, very, um, uh, formally and uh, more efficient moving forward. Okay. So I understand and I feel your pain because I've had things that maybe I'm expecting from a dealership or any other retail business. And if they haven't updated my customer information and maybe it goes to the wrong address, that is super frustrating. Um, I can't tell you how much I feel your pain on that one. Um, what other steps can dealers take to bring declined service work back into the dealership in addition to sending out like direct mail pieces or emails and things like that? Yeah, like I mentioned, I would say, you know, to, to make sure you always put them and, and this is the word I kind of overuse and thinking a lot today is, is, is cadence, right? You put them in a cadence. It's more of an automated um, process where when they leave that they are getting a message from you. So you as a dealership need to know how many name files you have in your database, how many have an email associated with it, how many of those emails are actually inaccurate. Okay, when you have that, that's first step two is to find out, okay, out of the ones that do have an email, I'm sorry, how many don't have an email, we want to find out how many have a physical address so we can send a direct mail if we need to. So, you know, having that cadence that we're at least reaching out to them in one way, direct mail or email is very important. Also keep in mind that if they're not checking their email or direct mail, social media is a must, right? So they log on to Instagram or Facebook and they decline service work in your service department about breaks. We'll hit them up on Instagram by the email you have on file. And we can help do that by various different marketing methods. But that is the big thing is that you need to have that cadence of getting in front of them in one way or another. And I have to make the point here though, Jessica, is that vehicle repairs, they're not like, um, you know, uh, rescheduling a vacation or postponing dinner. You, you know, you can for a little while postpone a service work on your car, but it's inevitable. You have to get it done. You have to get your brakes replaced. You have to get your tires rotated or oil changed or you're not going anywhere, right? So eventually they're going to need to do it. So making sure you're in front of them at all, all the time after they've declined the work is going to be crucial to your success because someone else is if you're not. And then they're going to fill that parking space in their mind and get into their store as opposed to yours. Good point. Um, let me ask you this. In your expert opinion, do you feel like if you pair a, um, let's say a direct mail piece or an email or even an ad on social media, if you put some sort of incentive in that piece that it would help customers come back in? For sure. Yeah. I mean, it definitely helps. I mean, it also helps to based on their life of uh, experience with the dealership, meaning you know, if they just serviced, you know, a few months ago, maybe not much of a discount, right? They just serviced there. But if it's been a year, maybe two years, they're definitely going to service elsewhere. They're going to the Jiffy Loops of the world. They're going to other dealerships. So getting them a more aggressive offer, sometimes even free oil changes to get them just back in. Because when you get a free oil change, you're just giving that opportunity to get under the car again, saying, hey, I need brakes. I need tires. And that is when you increase that profit per customer throughput we've been talking about to get them back in. So yes, incentives are greatly gonna help bring customer back in and be loyal. Thank you. I know I love a discount, so I was just curious. Yeah. Um, 
So this sounds like a lot of work for the dealership. And I guess I kind of understand a little bit more why they have trouble keeping up with this process or, or establishing this cadence that you mentioned. So do you have any final words of advice for making the process easier for dealers? Yeah, I would honestly just tell dealers to do, really do their due diligence, right? As we mentioned, the very first question that, you, uh, that we started with was that, you know, sales seem to be surging, but service has been stagnant and is, has been suffering. We need to keep that up high. Um, so in order to do that, it's just doing your due diligence of finding the right vendor, looking at your information, finding your customers and what life cycle they are with, with the dealership. Um, because once you have the right partner in place in the right internal process, multiple inspections, the customer information, the clean data, you pair all these together, these steps can really be automated. When they're automated, then the customer leaves the dealership. Everything I talked about, social and email and direct mail can be can be set and forget with the right partner. Again, not just saying you can just sign a piece of paper and you're off and going, right? You need to have the right partner in place to do that. Um, so I would say, again, just do due diligence, uh, make sure your, 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 your data is accurate. Um, and when everything aligns and there's getting more upsell opportunities and the advisors and techs see that people are coming in, that's gonna build morale, right? Uh, employee satisfaction is gonna increase uh, profitability for the dealership is going to increase and overall it's going to be a success for everyone. Definitely. I think you hit the nail, you hit the nail on the head with that one. And um, I think this is, this was great advice going into 2021 and kind of getting that fresh start. So Jared, great information, great tips. And thank you again for taking the time to be here today. Thanks Jessica. It's a pleasure. Jared provided some great information on bringing back customers who declined service. Before we hop off, just a quick reminder, you can watch or listen to past and future podcast episodes on YouTube or Apple and Spotify podcasts by searching for The Connected Podcast. Subscribe on these channels to get notified every other Wednesday when new episodes are released. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you in two weeks.